0: It's Wednesday, November 30th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Congressional leaders signaled that talks on reaching a long-term agreement to fund the government remained difficult ahead of a mid-December deadline following a meeting with President Biden at the White House. Top Democrats said they are seeking a full-year deal, dubbed an omnibus, that would allow lawmakers to boost spending and allocate money to new priorities. But they acknowledged they might have to settle for a continuing resolution that would extend funding at current levels without giving Congress the flexibility to deploy money to areas of new importance. We all said we would try to work towards getting an omnibus as opposed to a CR, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said after the meeting, which included Republican and Democratic leaders of the House and Senate. There really was a good spirit from all four of us trying to have a meeting of the minds that we can get enough votes to pass both the House and the Senate, he said. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said he was open to a deal in the final month of this Congress while criticizing Democrats for not moving more quickly. Mr. McCarthy is the frontrunner to become the new speaker when Republicans take over the House next year. In other news, residents in several towns across Louisiana and Mississippi took cover as tornado sirens blared late Tuesday and forecasters warned of the threat of strong twisters capable of tracking long distances on the ground as a severe weather outbreak erupted in the deep south. There were no immediate reports of severe damage or injury as multiple tornado warnings were issued starting Tuesday afternoon and continuing into the nighttime hours, as heavy thunderstorms rolled from eastern Texas to Georgia and as far north as Indiana. The National Weather Service confirmed the tornadoes hit the ground in Mississippi on Tuesday evening, and Alabama was in the forecast path of the storms during the overnight hours. Heavy rain and hail as big as tennis balls were also possible, as forecasters said the weather outbreak was expected to continue into today. Around the world, NATO doubled down Tuesday on its commitment to one day include Ukraine, a pledge that some officials and analysts believe helped prompt Russia's invasion this year. The world's largest security alliance also pledged to send more aid to Ukrainian forces locked in battle with Russian troops. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with NATO foreign ministers in Romania to drum up support for Ukraine as Russia bombards energy infrastructure going into the frigid winter. Russia cannot stop the alliance's expansion, NATO leaders said. NATO's door is open, NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg said before chairing the meeting in the capital of Bucharest. He highlighted that North Macedonia and Montenegro had recently joined NATO and said Russian President Vladimir Putin will get Finland and Sweden as NATO members soon. The Nordic neighbors applied for membership in April, concerned that Russia might target them next. When they met in Bucharest in 2008, NATO leaders said Ukraine and Georgia would join the alliance one day. Back in the U.S., the first overseas trip by the Prince and Princess of Wales since the death of Queen Elizabeth II begins today, an occasion to show the world as much about who they are not as who they are. With their three-day visit to Boston, the focus is on Prince William's initiative to find the environmental entrepreneurs of a new generation, supplemented with trips to an anti-poverty program child development researchers and local flood defenses the visit comes less than three months after the death of elizabeth whose personal popularity dampened criticism of the crown during her 70-year reign william and kate's last visit to the united states was in 2014 not long after their wedding and Christian Pulisic kicked the ball, scored the goal, and then crashed into the goalkeeper in a collision that sent the American star to the hospital and the United States into the second round of the World Cup. More than an hour later, he contacted his teammates by FaceTime to join the celebration. His 38th minute goal held up and the United States beat Iran 1-0 on Tuesday in their politically charged rematch to advance to the World Cup's knockout stage. The Americans finished second in Group B with five points and will play the Netherlands on Saturday with a chance to reach the quarterfinals for the first time since 2002. Now you know and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.